Hello and welcome to this edition of Inside Warhawk Athletics presented by Educators Credit Union. This is a new series we've recently launched to showcase the personalities in and around UW-Whitewater. My name is Kelly Storty and I'm a graduate assistant in sports communication for the Warhawks. Today's guest is Carly Pottle, whose title at UW-Whitewater is assistant coach for the women's soccer team. Carly holds a special place in her heart for this team because she also was a part of the team in her college athletic career. Carly graduated in 2017 with a bachelor's in physical education with an emphasis in health, human performance, and recreation, and a minor in coaching. She continued her education at Whitewater, then receiving a Master of Education in Professional Development Athletic Administration in 2019. In her athletic career at Whitewater, she helped her team claim three WEAC conference regular season championships, two conference tournament titles, and four trips to the NCAA tournament. Today, we will be, we will be discussing Carly's transition from being an athlete to being a coach and what their season look looks like in the upcoming future. Carly, thank you so much for joining me today, and how are things going with you? Good, good. Everything's good. Winter break is winding down here. Um, students are coming back here tomorrow, so uh, it's about to get pretty crazy soon. So um, just, just enjoying a couple weeks off here. Definitely agree. Just came back from a few trips, so we are back to reality, but I'm ready to get it going with sports going here, so that's awesome. Yeah, let's for sure. First, let's first discuss how you chose to attend Whitewater and play soccer. Yeah, so uh, it's funny because I get asked this a lot, especially coaching and recruiting now. So uh, I got this answer down pretty good. Uh, so when I was when I was looking at, at schools back in high school, um, I was actually pretty set on attending um, the University of Iowa. Both of my sisters, I have two older sisters, and they actually both went there, and they were both there at the time. So I was like, oh, perfect. I'm just going to go join my sisters and have a good time um, at, at Iowa. Um, but then as my senior year kind of kept going on, I I I thought that I maybe wasn't done playing soccer. Um, so I was kind of starting to change my mind, but I never thought to play at a higher level, like a division one level, because I honestly never thought that I'd be good enough. So I just never gave any effort. Um, but then one of my sister's friends from high school actually uh, attended Whitewater and joined the men's soccer team. Um, so he started telling me about how, how awesome Whitewater was and how, how the culture is. And this sounded like something that I was definitely interested in doing. Um, so I reached out to the coaching staff at the time. So it was Ryan Kwame um, and then also Matt Ullman. Um, so I went, out, I went to campus for a visit and I loved the visit. And then the next step was just having them come out and watch me play. Uh, so they came out and watched me play. And I just knew right away that th those are two guys I would love to play for. Um, so then I actually made the decision pretty easy. So I, I think I surprised my family a bit, but I decided to play, uh, play soccer at Whitewater. That's super awesome, and I bet that you are definitely happy that you made that decision, and you had great success, and now you're still here. <laughs> yep, you can't get rid of me. I know, right? <laughs> um, what was your experience like being a student athlete? So, it, in, in high school, you look at college athletes, and it kind of scares you, because you're like, how, how can you manage being an athlete and going to school and getting good grades and also having a social life? Um, but it actually wasn't as, as bad as it seems. I mean, you have practice every day, which is good. Um, so we would get up early, which is nice for women's soccer, is that we practice at 6 in the morning. Um, so you, you wake up early, um, you get practice out of the way, and then you have the rest of the day to attend class and whatever else you have to do. Um, it was also great about, about Whitewater and the women's soccer team in particular back when I was playing. Um, we have it, we had 
two nights of study tables a week. So we would have to, we would have to go, um, we would be in a classroom all together and we would we'd be forced to spend two hours together doing homework, but it was great because you can use your teammates if you need any help um, with anything and, and anything like that. And also coach Kwame has some pretty high standards. Um, you have to reach, uh, you have specific GPA to, to be able to play on a team. Um, so that's just motivation to, to, to go to school and do your work. Uh, so that way you can um, uh, participate on the soccer team and enjoy all the benefits that come with that. Right. And I definitely know that one, our team participates in study tables as well. And definitely coming in as a freshman transitioning into having just way more workload than high school, also having your sport, just being around your team, but also like devoting time to school helps you actually like get much closer. So I definitely enjoyed like that aspect of going to study tables, even though you do have to be studying and focusing, but it really does like help the team like chemistry totally um, being able to participate in those. Yeah, you're all together, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no escaping. <laughs> what do you believe made you and your team the most successful in your four years being a part of the women's soccer team? Yeah, so, I mean, the first thing was just the, the dynamics that we had. We were, and I'm sure all sports I can to feel like this, but we were very, very close as a team. Um, obviously, we'd practice together, we'd travel together, but we'd also eat meals together. Um, and we would also hold team activities each week where uh, it would be either playing a game, going to a different sporting event, or even as simple as going to a movie or even just watching a movie. Um, it's just doing things like that as a team really help you kind of come together. Um, and and everything you do off the field kind of goes back on the field, right? So you bring that dynamic onto the field and being close with your teammates just makes you become that much more successful. Um, and then also just – it. The, the Whitewater women's soccer team, um, I'm sure, like I said before, all, all teams are like this on campus, but it's a Division three program ran as a Division one program, Division one program, right? So we, we'd have a strict schedule every week, um, and we stick to it. And just being on, and it just kind of, you learn these different life skills, right? And going through it with your teammates, it just makes it that much more easier to be successful. Um, so it's just a dynamic that you create and then sticking to schedule and being disciplined um, together um, definitely helped us succeed on the field. Yeah, that's awesome. I definitely know that totally putting a ton of time commitment into, you know, practicing your sport and creating that team chemistry and just having a great coaching staff that's going to support you, but also make you work as hard as you can is what's going to help your team be most successful. And like I have seen the women's soccer team be successful and obviously you had a successful career here. So it's definitely working. Yeah. I, I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, what were your greatest strengths and greatest weaknesses in your career here? Man, that's a tough question. <laughs> um, I'd say the biggest strength, this this kind of grew over time, was just becoming a, a good leader. Um, it's just, you, know, you come in as a freshman, which you're, I know you're aware of being on the golf team. It's just, it's it's kind of intimidating, right? It's like all the teammates know each other already. You're the, you're the new one. Um, so I was kind of shy and timid. But as my years went on, I think I kind of gained a little bit more confidence to become a leader. And then by your junior or senior year, right, it's like you, you got it down and you those freshmen now look up to you. Um, so I think that was, that's pretty cool. Um, I, and, I mean, on the field, I guess you know, it was, it definitely helped that I had um, my, my, my graduating class in particular, Brianna Reed and Karina Crossert. 
Um, we all three gradu graduated together in 20, well, 2017. Um, they were not only my best friends off the field, but on the field, they helped me become way more successful and then vice versa. Um, it was definitely helps that we had that connection outside of the field. Um, and as far as weaknesses go, um, I mean, I think that there's probably quite a, quite a bit. <laughs> um, I would love to ask Coach Kwame this question. Um, but sometimes going along with the, the leading, uh, yeah, you gain confidence as, as you grow as a leader. But there were times where um, we would have to go to our coaches, Coach Kwame, Coach, o Coach Kwame and Coach Allman, and ask them, hey, like, what should we do in these situations? So I'm um, not only becoming a good leader, but the, uh, the process of becoming a good leader, yeah, we make mistakes along the way. Um, but going to our coaches, and that's def definitely something that um, helped our program become so successful. Um, and then it continues to be successful because of that, because we know we can always go to them if, if we just don't know what to do in certain situations. And they and they teach us different ways that we can go about things. And um, and then we use them on our own and see see what happens. Right. And I definitely think that now in your role, um, already having a great relationship with both of the coaches that you were coached by, and now understanding, you know, their philosophy and how they work, um, I think it definitely is going to help you in the future. Yeah, definitely. How did you overcome any hurdles that you faced throughout your career? Yeah, so there definitely were a lot of hurdles um, to overcome in my career. Um, but like I've, like I've mentioned already, is having great teammates around you that you can go to for advice or if you need help or if you need someone to talk to. Um, and that's what's huge about just having teammates in general and being a part of a team uh, at a university or at a higher level. It's that you are going to have times where um, you're you're stressed out or you're anxious or whatever it is um, with school or, or soccer or whatever, but just going to your teammates um, and, and having them help you uh, is huge because they're going through everything that you're going through. Um, and then again, going to my the coaching staff. Um, and then a big one that I'm sure he he'll laugh with, if he listens to this is Steve Hilmer. Um, he our head athletic trainer. He was definitely my go-to, um, and he still is. If I ever have issues or questions or just need advice, I go to him all the time. Um, and I know a lot of students would probably agree with that. Um, yeah. But just having someone there that you know will listen to you um, or just let you vent, um, it's great to have uh, someone like that around. So Steve Helmer has huge, uh, definitely helped me overcome some hurdles in my career. That's super awesome to hear. I did interview him a few weeks ago, and I know that he shared some laughs, but he totally is always there for the students and wants us to do the best, but also will you know throw in a few jokes to brighten your day if you're not having the best day. <laughs> Exactly. Can you share with me your most memorable soccer memory? Yeah, so um, that's uh, that's an easy one for me. Um, it would, probably would be my junior year, so 2015. Um, we actually made Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament, um, which is the farthest that uh, the program's ever gone. So that was really cool. Um, and that season in general, um, we had to overcome a lot of hurdles that season. Um, some things didn't go the way we wanted to. So it was really cool to see that our team rally and make it that far in the tournament. Um, and then definitely carried over into my senior year. That's when 2016, um, we had a good, good majority of that, that group still together. Um, so that success carried into the next season. That's super awesome. I know looking back, seriously, like with athletics, you come into a program and you never know what's going to happen with it. And then achieving goals that you never thought were possible with, you know, some of your best friends is probably one of the coolest experiences 
that you'll have in your life. And I think that I have had thus far in my life. Yeah, definitely. Now we are going to transition into your current role here at Whitewater. So how has it been coaching a team that you're once on? So it was definitely tough on that first year. So, um, my last season was in 2016 playing and then 2017 was my first year as a graduate assistant coach. So that first year was the transition was really difficult um, at times because I was still really close with most of the girls. Right. Um, the only people I hadn't played with were the incoming freshman group. So um, it was kind of tough because they had a, there was a line between being their friend and being their coach, you know. Um, so it was definitely tough. That first year was hard. Um, but obviously as time's gone on, it's gotten easier. Um, this, if we would have played this past fall, this would have been the first, um, the first team that I hadn't played with any of the girls. So that would have been, that was kind of cool for me, um, to kind of just be like, that wasn't any of their friends. I was their coach before their friends. So for me, that was really cool. Um, and obviously we'll have to wait till next season for, for that to happen. Um, but it's been a learning process, right? Cause I didn't have a ton of coaching experience um coming into the graduate assistant position it was kind of new to me that I just needed something I wanted to do um so it's been nice at least having some of these the, the players who I used to play with they were patient with me um while I learned different things and while I learned things from coach Kwame um so it's been a learning process but it's been a lot of fun um it's crazy to think that's already been about four years um but it's been it's been a good time and I, I'm looking forward to continue to do so for a little while I know I was looking when I was like doing some research for this interview. Um, I had you as a trainer my freshman year. So that was your first year um, being in that GA position. So that was super cool too. But I definitely think that, like you said, you had great experience in the program being an, uh, being an athlete on the team. And Obviously, that transition is difficult, but I think that you have a great coaching staff to help you get into, you know, what you want to do. And they're obviously going to help you become a great coach alongside of them. Let's take a break to talk about Educators Credit Union. We're all educators in our own way. Whether you share knowledge in a classroom with your kids or with your friends, there's a teacher in you. That's why Educators Credit Union membership is open to anyone who works or lives in southeastern Wisconsin. To learn more about joining us, visit ecu.com or call toll-free 1-800-236-5898. That's ecu.com or toll-free 1-800-236-5898. Educators Credit Union, achieving more together. Now, back to the podcast. What do you think that some of the key factors are in building a successful team? Yeah, so there's, there's obviously there's quite a few factors that come into play. Um, but one of the big ones in that, that I've been um, that I've noticed the past couple of years is communication. Um, it's, it's times like this, like over winter break, when we're kind of all away, right, at our own, our own, doing our own thing. But it's important that we stay in communication and in contact with each other, um, whether it's just like checking in to see how everyone's doing or it's just sending out a message in our group chat. Um, it's just being connected with one another is a big is a big deal, and that kind of leads into the next one is just doing as many things you can as a team off the field, um, so that all that success will then carry over the onto the field. Um, just having that that trust with your teammates and getting to know them just outside of soccer is a really big deal. But yeah, so I would for sure say communication, um, doing things out off the field. Um, and then also it's a lot of things like tactical things, right? It's kind of getting into the classroom um, during preseason and getting getting together and talking about just 
um, different formations and things we're looking for offensively, defensively. So it takes a lot of things just off, uh, rather than just on the field, it's doing things off the field um, in preparation for the season. Right. I definitely agree with those things. And I know that we've done the same in our program as well. So I feel like everyone has, you know, their own different things to do, but we're all trying to be a successful team and build great teams here for Whitewater, which we've seen great success in a bunch of programs. What is your role as an assistant coach in building the program? Do you participate in recruiting and things like that? Yep. So um, I do a lot of recruiting with Coach Tommy. Um, we do a lot of traveling um, to go watch some players. Um, I, we have um, some student athletes or prospective student athletes, sorry, come to campus. So I, uh, I participate in those visits. Um, I also do a lot of the, um, I guess for lack of better words, technology when it comes to practices and games. So we have a couple different um, things that we use. So we use um, what's called VX Sport, which is GPS devices and heart rate monitors that the student athletes wear. Um, so I kind of manage all of that, I make sure they, they get them, and then I input the data, and I look at the data, and I kind of provide Coach Cromie with those the important things that he needs to know. Um, we also do this. We have a, a camera that has instant replay on the bench. So I have an iPad with me at all times uh, at practice and at games. Um, and then we can kind of go back and look at things. And if a player subs off the field, I can show them what they, what they, what they did and what they should have done or, and stuff like that. Or if they did something good or something positive, obviously we always want to show them that too. Um, and then I do some on-field coaching as well. Um, so at practice, we usually split up, um, especially early on this year when we were practicing just because of COVID. Um, we had to do a couple different groups um, to keep smaller numbers. So um, I, I sometimes have my own group, but I usually lead at least one or two uh, sessions within a practice. Um, so my 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 role has definitely grown as the years go on, which is pretty pretty cool to see. Right. Do you jumping off of that question? Do you feel that being an athlete at one point for this team um, has increased like your strengths in coaching? Obviously, you've learned um, different skills from coaching, but do you believe that has like helped you be a more successful coach? Yeah, I say so because not only have I been in their shoes, like the athlete's shoes, but I've been in them pretty recently. Right? So I know what it's like and what they're going through. I mean, I know what Coach Tommy wants out of this program, and I know what he needs and wants from his student athletes. So I think it's good that I'm there to kind of talk to the athletes and let them know, hey, uh, maybe we should do this, this, or whatever it may be. Um, and I also know on the field what he's looking for. So if I see something, I can pull him aside and be like, hey, maybe we should do this next time and stuff like that. So not only knowing the program, but also knowing Coach Kwame and the the standards that he has. Um, I think that's definitely helps me be a, help this program become more successful. Right. That's super awesome. What would you most like to improve on as an assistant coach? Yeah. So I, I think more professional development. So I, I, I would like to go out and get um, my coaching licenses um, and get as many as I can. Um, and then to just improve my on-field coaching, right? I'm still new. I'm still new at this. So obviously it could get better. So if I were to improve, if I wanted to improve one thing within my coaching um, career, it would be definitely the on-field um, coaching because I'm still not as confident as I'd like to be, but I know that'll come with time. Um, but yeah, that's for sure what I would want to, to improve on. Right. That's super cool. So how has, obviously everything in our lives has basically changed due to COVID, but how has, um, you know, the program and season changed due to COVID and what 
are you still doing or what are you not doing? How is that looking? Yeah, so I'm sure most people know we um, we're, we're in the fall, so we didn't have a fall season. Um, we found out um, about July that we weren't going to have a season, so that was that was tough. Um, so we kind of gave it the team a couple days to kind of just digest all that, especially the seniors. So that's a tough news to take. Um, and then we kind of went through and we, and we we met with each of our seniors, kind of see what their plan was, see how they're doing and stuff like that. Um, and then we just kind of waited it out, right, to see what we could do. Um, so about a couple months later, we started practicing. So we started practicing, I think it was about mid-September. Um, they have to test every week. Uh, so there are there are um, standards that they have to follow um, for that. But we were able to practice for a couple months. We were outside, which is nice for, for us. We're not inside, so it's a little less, um, it's not as high risk. Um, we have to wear masks the whole time. Um, coaches included, and that's definitely a tough, tough transition having to try to coach with a mask on. And I can't imagine what it's like to have to play with a mask on. Um, so we did that for a couple months, and then we went inside um, in December um, for a couple weeks, and we just kind of did a little bit of. Uh, they just played inside for a little bit. Um, they've been with the speed and strength coach, so Coach Jesse, um, since the beginning of the year. So that's good um, that they've been able to do that. Um, and then once we come back from break, um, we have to get tested twice here, and then we're going to hit the ground running again. Um, we're going to be practicing um, as much as we can. Um, and then I, I, it's definitely tough not not practicing for games. Um, so I, 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 I can't imagine how how hard it is for the athletes to wake up and practice. But I think they're they're, they're just grateful to be back out there after um, what all that happened in the past year. Um, I think they're just excited to be playing again and being with the team. So it's definitely been a different year, but I think we've made the most of it. Um, and we will continue to do so. And hopefully we'll be back uh, and ready to go for fall 21. Yeah, definitely keeping like the motivation of the athletes and, you know, wanting them to still play, even though there isn't a season um, is definitely difficult. I know that I've felt that as well, you know, not being able to actually compete in tournaments. It almost makes it seem like it's not worth anything, but I just think that, you know, you guys are doing a great job as a coaching staff to just keep them motivated and everyone is looking for a sense of normalcy. So them at least being on the field and getting to do what they love is most important. Exactly. What are the plans for, you know, the team in the next like season? What what is that going to look like? Do you, is is <laughs> I don't know. That that's like basically the same question, I guess. You are Yeah, no, it's I mean hopefully the plan is to be normal, right? As in um we can play a full season, all our conference games, all our non conference games. Um, and travel as much as we can, right? We had a couple trips that we were supposed to go on this past year. Um, we were supposed to go to Texas um, for opening weekend, and I was really excited about that. Never been to Texas, um, but obviously that didn't happen. And then we were also actually supposed to go to Costa Rica um, last March, so right when COVID hit, we were supposed to go to Costa Rica. We do it once every four years. We travel with the volleyball team. Um, so we were supposed to leave, I think it was like March 19th. Um, and then all this started happening and we're like, oh, can we go? Can we go? Um, and then people started getting a little nervous. And then finally we had to call it because it obviously was smarter to, to not go. Um, so we're hoping to, to re reschedule that at some point here this next year. Uh, but we'll see what happens, obviously, with COVID. But, yeah, the plan is to hopefully have a, a, a normal season um, and, and go to Costa Rica. Yeah, that sounds amazing right now. But, you know, we're just hoping that everything – slowly starts getting back to normal and ultimately as long as you know they're in conference games and slowly but surely travel will return and hopefully they're successful in their next season 
Yeah. Um, looking at the bigger picture, what do you wish to accomplish in the next few years of your career? So my, I definitely wanted to get to make it far in the NCAA tournament, right? Like as an athlete and as, as a coach, that's your goal is to win conference, win the conference tournament, make the NCAA tournament and then make it far. Right. I mean, Whitewater, we have what it takes to, to get there. Um, and we have the weapons, we have, we have the players, we have the resources. So now it's just kind of putting it all together and making it happen. Um, so that's why we're taking advantage of every practice that we get this year, because we know every, every practice, every day that we take advantage of is going to be worth it um, down the road here. So um, a national championship is definitely on Whitewater's radar. Um, so that would be, that's definitely the number one goal here within the next couple of years. That is awesome. And finally, my last question to you is what advice would you give your future self? So I would for sure say be patient. Um, because especially if, if anything, if I've learned anything this past year, it's just be patient. Um, Things may not be going the way you wanted want them to. Um, but if you just be patient and stick it out, then it will be worth it. Um, so just take a step back, relax, and kind of just live in the moment. You know what I mean? Um, and then you'll achieve all the goals that, that you want to achieve. I totally could not agree more with that question. Now I'm going to ask you five quick hitter questions before we wrap up. So I'll just jump right into those. Who is your favorite soccer player? Oh, Sydney LaRue. Awesome. Is she on the U.S. team? She was, yeah. But then she had a couple She had a couple kids. So she's playing in NWSL now. But her social media is really funny. So um, I've definitely grown to like her. <laughs> awesome. How about your favorite season? Uh, winter. <sighs> I know. I, I love snow and I love the cold and I love Christmas. Um, so definitely winter. <laughs> that, that makes sense. How about your favorite music genre? Oh, country. For sure. Oh, country. Geez. Yep. Love that. Favorite movie? She's the man. That's always the first one that comes to mind. That's a good one. <laughs> and then how about what is your happy place like? Oh, my happy place. So now this is going to kind of contradict my season question, <laughs> but a beach <laughs> by the water. Like that sounds really nice right now. Um, yeah. But then obviously coming home then to, to winter again. <laughs> right, right. I totally agree with you on that. Well, Carly, thank you so much for joining me today on Inside Warhawk Athletics presented by Educators Credit Union. I appreciate the time and wish you all of the best moving forward. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, and good luck next season. Thank you. Today's podcast was also brought to you by Culver's, a proud partner of UW-Whitewater Athletics and the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. Culver's recognizes the student-athletes of the WIC for their hard work, dedication, and commitment to excellence on and off the field. Located just minutes from campus right here in Whitewater, Culver's. Welcome to Delicious.